Hey everybody, Zach here from Enrollify. So a couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity to attend Element 451's Engage Summit, which was a remarkable event that brought innovative higher ed marketing and enrollment leaders together to have in-depth conversations about the future of marketing, recruitment, and retention. The entire event was a true class act, and I had the opportunity to sit down with some of the speakers from the summit for 10 to 15 minute recaps of their sessions. So over the next few weeks, I'm the pod feed, you'll get a behind the scenes listen to some of the greatest hits from this event. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the full presentation slide decks from this event, as well as video recordings of each session. Also, if you are in the market for a new higher ed CRM, I'd strongly recommend you give Element 451 a serious look. One of the things I like to say is that if Slate and HubSpot had a baby, it'd be Element 451. I've never seen an ed tech company innovate so quickly and so intelligently. So be sure to ask the Element 451 team for a demo of how they are incorporating AI into each of their products. When you get that demo, go ahead and request it at element451.com. Be sure to check out BoltBot. It is freaking incredible. I got a sneak peek of it at the Engage Summit, and oh my gosh, the... It's just, it's just unbelievable. You can create comp flows in seconds. It's truly remarkable. So enjoy this mini series. And when you do get a demo of Element, be sure to tell them that Zach and your friends at Enrollify sent you their way. All right, guys, enjoy these session recaps from the Engage Summit. All right, Allison, we are recording live from the Engage Summit produced by our friends at Element 451. You are fresh off a presentation. Well done. It was exceptional. Thank you. It's so fun. I was so excited that they asked us to present. And this is a great conference. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was talking to some folks too earlier and I'm, I'm like, they paid such great attention to sort of the hospitality component of yes. it almost, like the aesthetic of the actual place. The content's been really good, which is always the case at these events. And um, yeah, they they crushed it. More people should you know come to this. And I'm surprised. I think they're going to have to pick a bigger venue next oh, year. Oh, I don't think they're, they're going to fit here yeah, next year, even yeah. though it's a great venue. So you almost don't want it to get know, bigger because it's a really cool spot that they chose and how they did the setup. But I can't imagine it won't grow because they're doing such a great job. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I wanted to talk to you just quickly here. These are we're doing these like fire. 10, 15 minute podcast kind of recaps. And um, we can talk a little bit about your session, but it's selfish because we don't get a lot of person time. I uh, I wanted to just chat with you about how you ran marketing over the last year, things that you've learned, how you're thinking about marketing for this next academic year. I mean, we're, you know, July 1st is, by the time this podcast airs, right? It'll, it'll be July 1st. Um, and, you know, the fall is quickly approaching. So, Take us back to an experiment that you ran or a campaign that you tested out this year that worked really well that you are absolutely going to implement, if not exactly close to it. In, in. Yeah, so at Siena, we have something called the Siena Guarantee. Okay. And the Siena Guarantee is at least $57,000 in scholarships. And wow. we often lead with that in advertising because we're addressing the number one 
thing pain everyone's worried about. Number yeah. one pain point. So might as well just talk about, talk about cost right up front. Um, we guarantee that you'll graduate in four years or we'll pay for the rest of your degree. Wow. We um, guarantee a custom career experience for the student, whatever they want to do that gets them on their career path. And so on the scholarship piece, what we one of the tests we ran this year is an emotional, more of an emotional ad that mm. was sort of students talking about what Sienna did and meant to them okay. versus the very rational of $57,000 scholarship guarantee. Yeah, yeah. Interesting finding is that um, the engagement and the click-through rate on the emotional one was higher. Okay. But the other ad, the guarantee ad, pulled more FAFSA filers through. Interesting. Okay. So I think we learned something there that when you're at the be- more at the beginning, you've got to ad- adjust that pain point. Yeah. It's what gets it into their head, and it has more pull through. Yeah. But the emotional, and I suspect... We're still diving into the data, but I suspect that the emotional one resonated with the true believers that were in the pool. Yeah. And they got more interest, more interested, but the guarantee drives people who are on the fence yeah. and pulls them through. So finding the balance between those two things, because yeah. we know that college is a mixed decision. Yeah. It's rational and emotional. So finding the balance of the right audience at the right time between those two things will be something that we implement this year. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and maybe it is just a a seasonality thing. Like you run the more emotional, uh, uh, ad upfront for, you know, the first few months. And then when decision time rolls around, you know, practical and, 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 or it's inverted on what you guys are audience. There might be a way for us to have an understanding of who is already has, a level of interest in the college and who is more of a fence sitter yeah. and, and think about those audiences in a more discerning and separate way. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's a, that's a very, very good example. Okay. On the, uh, the counter, what is, uh, what's something that you did this year? I mean, the team this year, you don't think you'll replicate that. Why? So last year we ran, um, what we called a summer application bootcamp, college application bootcamp. Okay which we had more than 900 students sign up for. We ran it for two weeks. We did two live sessions with students on content that was just helpful. Was None of this, by the way, was about Sienna. This was just about helping them get set up for okay. the college admissions process and lower stress going into senior year. Mm. You know, take care of some of the stuff earlier on. Um, it lined up when the Common App opened so that we actually helped them fill out their Common App, had them all set up. We did essay reviews, all, the, all this sort of stuff. And that had great application rate to Sienna, although we never talked about Sienna. It was over, it was around 50% that they applied. Content marketing in its purest form right there. It was content marketing. And it was really, we were also trying to help with access and equity. We were Mm, trying to provide resources, perhaps to school districts that don't have the school counseling resources that others do and try to fill in what some of those college admissions um, information gap might be. So great on the digital side. We had added an in-person component at the end, like a celebration for having done this and all this. We had so many people sign up and had a very bad show rate. Wow. So what we learned from that is that was value added. Hmm. They didn't need it because they already got the value. Yeah. And so that's something that we learned and didn't. But, you know, the thing about us is we're not afraid to try. Yeah. And we put it out there. We totally failed. Actually, the people who did come, 
they uh, put through to the college and enrolled at a really high rate. So it was still good for the small audience, but we had planned for a large event and sort of had to scale it down as we were going. The admissions team, they were brilliant. They made modifications sort of as, as on the fly as we were going, but it wasn't, there wasn't the ROI. Yeah, Yeah. It wasn't worth it. So they had already consumed the value and gotten what they needed from us. Yeah. And they applied. Yeah. And you didn't so need the other. We didn't yeah, need the extra. Yeah. We were trying to add on the extra and, and in service of yeah. the students and their families, but they didn't need it. Yeah. So I don't know how else we would have known in advance that we that, that they didn't need it, but now we know. So yeah. we won't do that again. So you have to yeah. just kind of be attuned to that. Yeah. No, I that that is such a good example. And it's important that obviously continue testing. And I, what I love about that example in particular is I think sometimes the, the temptation is we have to just do more, right? Like, and, and you, you yeah. went in thinking you need this, yeah. right? Like it, this was, this was obviously super, super valuable. And as you just said, they, they didn't need it. Right. So like sometimes enough is enough. Right. Yeah. And, and that's, that's should be encouraged everyone. to. Yeah. That you, you can find just, just the right amount. Yeah that's helpful to someone or needed by someone. You don't have to do more. And that helps us. We're all, none of us are working with all the resources we wish we had. So when you learn things like this, it helps you optimize those resources too. So good lessons learned. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, I want to talk just a little bit about the presentation the team just, and um, it, you know, we, we had our, we had a keynote speaker this morning that was talking about sort of what I would categorize as like over spectacle, like marketing, right. Where like, you have, you know, a a massive M M&M and M in the in the shape of Lady Liberty, you know, being <laughs> being literally like pulled by the Statue of Liberty, right? You know, this this gentleman like worked with some of the most well known on some of the most comprehensive, mm-hmm. like huge, and then you guys talked about this, what I would consider relatively like over the top camp. I don't even know if you would have categorized it as that that you ran. Um, in in response to, I think it was the largest gift that Sienna had, had ever yeah, received. Can, you, can yeah. you just tell us a little bit about that story? Yeah, so the story behind that is we received a $35 million gift, which is by far the largest that a college, our, I'm I'm not sure about all colleges our side, but I think it's size, it's very rare yeah, yeah. that we would receive a gift like this. And it's for a science expansion. And we, it's such a great story to tell and such a proud moment for the college. We wanted to make it an experience in a moment that everyone in the community could feel good about. Yeah. But if we, we knew that if we just did the normal like press conference, yeah. announce this donor, that that's not going to serve our community. That's not going to get the students and the faculty and everybody out to feel in this moment. Yeah. So what we did is we had this giant gift box. It was around Christmas time. So we had this big giant gift box bill in our brand colors, put it out on the academic quad and we put do not open until I think it was December 14th. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, and also at the time that we knew this donor was happening, we knew that we were getting a live mascot, a St. Bernard. His name is Baloo, like from the Jungle Book. Okay. Baloo, B-A-L-O-O. Because <laughs> I've had people ask me, why is your um, mascot called Blue when you're green and gold? No, it's not uh, Baloo, it's Baloo. Baloo. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so we kind of combined to make this big moment of the announcement of Baloo and the big gift. And so we we got attention by putting that box out there. The students, I would crack up because I knew what was Actually, there was nothing in the box until that, Yeah. just before the yeah. event. But I, walking across campus, would hear them walk by, I'm like, and they're talking about what it would be. We took guesses via email about what they thought was in it and everything. Um, so when when we opened the box, 
I actually ended up being in the box because <laughs> the owner got sick that day. Oh, and like no. that, can you imagine if we, if the dog was not in the, we were like, yeah. what else could be in this box? So um, I was in the box with the dog and took the, took the dog out. Um, so, but it was all, the whole idea was creating this experiential moment um, for our community that they could, so they could feel good yeah, about yeah. being part of Sienna. That's yeah. what it was. It was about feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And I would imagine, I mean, like, what, what I loved about the story in particular was I'm sure you guys drew way more attention and I'm sure students were, I'm sure taking, you know, photos of this box. It was all over their social media. I mean, in terms of just impressions and like buzz that you generated yeah. versus it being like, you know, a, a headline in the local newspapers, college gets $35 million gift, right? Like, and no one, no one cares or, or you know, very few people pay attention to it. It's such a, it's such, it's something that like every school in some way, shape or form gets donations, right? Um, and capitalizing them on capitalizing on that as like a moment for community and a moment to attract press, uh, maybe even more press than you would have got otherwise is, is just a phenomenal thing. Like, and it's, it, it's relatively simple. You guys built this really huge present. It's simple. It's honestly just <laughs> thinking about it differently. It's just adopting a different mindset. Yeah. yeah. It, the execution was not nothing special. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, such a, such a great story. Um, well, my, my last question for you, Allison, is, is really around just as you think about yourself as a, as a hired marketing leader, and you think about the, the next year, the next even couple of years, like what are some things that are, like what are you paying attention to? How are you challenging yourself to, to grow as a marketer? Well, I'm definitely paying attention to AI. Yeah. And all that that can do for us and all that that means for us. And in terms of growth, Honestly, I feel so lucky that I host the application podcast because that's my growth. Hmm. They having these guests on that tell their stories and share all that they've learned. I learned yeah. so much from that. And um, that made me actually, I just started, I haven't even sent the first one out yet, but I started collecting subscribers for a newsletter I'm going to put out that's called the Higher Ed Marketers Digest. And it's literally Love just it. a curation, a collection, because there's a lot of people putting out great information, great content that we can all learn from, yeah. but all in different places. Yeah. So all I'm trying to do is do put it in one email so it's easy for people, bullet points probably, and yes. then they can click through the right things. So I just try to learn from all of you who are listening here. I think we all have so much to learn from each other and it's together that we can come together as an industry and make a difference. We have a lot of headwinds yeah, yeah. in this industry. So we cannot do this alone. Yeah. We have to come together um, and make a stand for higher ed and then make a stand for access and equity. And together is how we're going to do it. Oh, I, I love it. You're, you're, you're so concise with your words in like the best possible way, Allison. That's one of the things <laughs> I actually like really admire of you as a, as a very word person. I, I admire people that are really good at packing in value into, into short. So, so well said. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had anyone say that to me. No, that it's, it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. Um, well, folks, thanks for uh, tuning into this quick little chat here. Again, this is part of the little uh, recap series that we're doing on the summit powered by our friends at element 451. And if you aren't already listening to Allison's podcast, education is part of the roll five podcast network. You should absolutely go give it a listen. She brings on great guests brings that same, you know, concise value packed approach to her interviews. So we'll be sure to link that episode or that uh, a link to the show in the show notes below. 
But Allison, thank you so much for for your time. Thanks for coming to this event. Thanks for Thanks, being here. Zach. And thanks for sharing. This was my first time meeting Zach in person, I, I everyone. Know, so this has been really fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me. She's even cooler in person than she oh. is on Zoom, guys. <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> uh, thanks for your time, Allison. Hey, y'all. Zach here from Enrollify. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Enrollify podcast. If you like this episode, do us a huge favor and hit that follow and subscribe button below. Furthermore, if you've got just two minutes to spare, we would greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and a review of this show on Apple Podcasts. Our podcast network is growing by the month, and we've got a plethora of marketing, admissions, and higher ed technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks that are all designed to empower you to become a better higher ed professional. But Enrollify is far more than just a podcast network. Enrollify is where higher ed comes to learn new marketing skills, discover new products and services, and find their next job. We're a growing learning community of 4,000 members, and we'd love to welcome you into the fold. You can access our free blog articles, newsletters, e-courses, and more, or purchase our master course on how to market a university with Terry Flannery at enrollify.org. We look forward to meeting you soon and welcoming you into the community. Again, you can subscribe for free at enrollify.org.